0: Thank you for tuning in to Mafia Memoirs. This episode is brought to you by Rotafest and Zimware. Rotafest is the most powerful mobile invoicing software designed for auto detailers and auto recon professionals on the market today. More than just a mobile invoicing app, it gives you a complete suite of tools to manage your business. Yes, it has a mobile app designed for the iPhone and Android to decode the van and create an invoice out in the field but it also includes integration with QuickBooks, customer management tools, reports, and now inventory management is included in this powerful suite of tools. Learn more about Rotafest at rotafest.com. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Mafia Memoirs. Every week we get together with the movers and shakers, the suppliers and the vendors in the automotive industry. And uh, today we have the two Robs. My name's Jody and Rod. Rod, not Rob. Not Rod. And we are part of the Zimware Road FS team and uh, we've had a lot of fun trying Mm -hmm. to get the two Robs on this morning. Uh, It's been a comedy of errors and uh, mishaps but we're here so it's we're good to go. So so how are yeah, you AD guys? We're detailers.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that just means you can get the tape residue
0: off the camera when we're done.
2: Exactly. We we got stuff for that in the back. Yep.
0: <laughs> oh man. Oh. So anyway, we we're super happy to have you guys on board. Um we officially met you guys last year and right. uh, my my visual of Little Rob is Rod and Rob with their little head wraps. <laughs>
1: That's
0: right. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> and yeah. and I just every time I see you, I cannot get that image out. I'll probably have to drop in a photo of that. But I that is my permanent image of you in my brain. So Yeah,
3: I've got I've got that picture at home sitting on the newspaper. I look at it every day.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I've got that at home too. My actually my image of little Rob from last year is the when when they pulled him off of that job and they're like, Hey, little Rob, we want you to go over to the finishers. And he just looked at us like second
2: just,
1: <laughs> <and then just laughs> walked away yeah. like, oh, yeah. like so i'm just out it's walking just like,
2: a little tall last year when that might
1: drop i'm out you
0: guys are on your own so you know that's my image so <laughs> <laughs> that's funny so all right so obviously you guys are a, a dynamic mm-hmm. duo so let's talk about how did you guys get started in the industry and did you start out together or did you start out separate
3: uh no, we so we started out separately. Uh I was in high school when I started, so it was about 2015. So between my sophomore and my junior year, uh basically we we have a pretty similar story. We we're just really into cars and cleaning cars and keeping things nice and clean. Uh and in high school, I just got this little knack and one day someone asked me if they would they could pay me for it. I was like, "Sure." And that's where that started. So that was like 2015. Um, and then I was running that until mobile until about 2017. And that's when, uh, or in 2016, Rob and I, who were were cousins, um, that's when we really officially met and got to know each other more. And that's when we met at Rennie's.
2: Yep. Um, Yep. Rob and I
3: trained with Rennie. I was like, Hey, I'm going to train, uh, you know, with Rennie.
2: Do you want to come? And at that moment in time, you know, we were just two detailers in two different spots trying to start, you know, something. uh, I shared similar stories he did back when I was his age which was quite a while ago um, you know I, I tried doing something like that too and I put a, uh an ad in the local paper and did a few cars and then it just kind of dwindled I didn't know where to go or what to do I definitely didn't have the business savvy sense which was uh, uh one of the big reasons of going to train with Rennie um, not only for skills detailing skills but business skills but um yeah that's how we uh, that's where we, I think officially started really kicking it off and getting it into the next year, um, with, uh, going, taking detailing professionally and taking it like super seriously.
0: Um, so, so you guys, so you're, you're, you're in Arizona, you're in, um, where'd you say Camp Verde? Camp Verde. Yep. Right. Camp yeah. So you're in the kind of the mid and nor- Northern part of Arizona. Um, were you guys always in that area or did you come together and decide to settle there and create a business together? Uh
3: Yeah. So I was in, I was in Camp Verde originally. Yep.
0: Yeah. Yep. So are you guys, you have your own shop in the side, the four walls. Do you guys do mobile as well still, or is it just in your shop?
3: Uh We have a few customers that we go out to, to do mobile work, but uh the majority of what we do is at the shop. Yeah.
0: So it's do you a, guys, Go ahead. Sorry.
2: No, it's just, uh, you know, right now we went from mobile to shop and uh, there's just been a couple of great customers that we've had clients of ours that, you know, uh, pay every month, they get their monthly. So it's hard to tell, you know, we don't want to say no to them. And uh, you know, it's nice sometimes to get out of the shop, but uh, yeah, yeah, you know, we've had, you know, my truck that's set up for it. So we just throw some things in the truck. And since we take care of a monthly, it's pretty easy. So uh, yeah, we, we, we keep them there.
0: Is yeah. it a chal- Is it a challenge to do mobile in Arizona due to the weather? But you are you are more north, so it's not as hot like down in Hades, uh, Phoenix. But it,
3: it's still pretty hot. It, uh, it just doesn't stay as hot. Like in the morning, it's cool, and at night, it's cool. But I think Phoenix is just overall just hot all the time.
2: Yeah, we're um, only a few degrees cooler than Phoenix, even though we're what about three thousand. Yeah. Degrees. degrees? Yeah,
3: just a couple <laughs> degrees. That's
1: Actually, the forecast for Phoenix this afternoon is 3,000 <laughs> degrees. Uh, yeah, yeah,
2: so we're like 2,992.
1: Okay. <laughs> gotcha. That's uh, a tiny yeah, thing. As, as,
3: as long as you get started in the morning and work in the morning and finish around 10 o'clock or 11 o'clock, it's usually fine. Yeah.
2: We noticed that we worked a lot faster when we were mobile than <laughs> <Really? laughs> when we got into the shop. And had oh, oh, yeah. Get out of the heat. Yeah, you gotta well, run around the car.
0: If you would quickly. if you would turn off the TV and quit lounging in that couch, you might be able to get some work done.
3: Exactly. <laughs> nice air conditioned place. Yeah. So exactly.
0: Sereni's so, so going, Look, I got him to this level. If I could just get him off the couch, I could get him to here. Yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah. This is the couch where you know when we're having a stressful day, we could just lay here kinda like a what do you call it? Couch. Yeah.
0: So, little so you lay, but therapy. little Rob lays, but you curl up in the fetal position and cry and he figures out the problem. Is that what happens? <laughs> yeah. Sometimes <laughs> that sounds like Jody and I, we just trade off. <laughs> and we just trade
1: off.
3: <laughs> right.
2: So what it's good to, it's good to have somebody else that, you know, you know, he's, he, you know, he can come up with an idea. I can come up with an idea next time and we work together really well. And, you know, if, solving problems solving issues trying something that i would never try i'm like seriously and they tries it and it works great you know um so it's good it's nice to have you know another business partner in that sense too
0: slash when we work together you know so do you guys have employees as well or is it just a dynamic duo
3: just a dynamic duo for now
2: yeah, we're working on getting uh we're working on getting an employee. That that was a lot of chatter that um I've had with a couple of guys uh at this year's AFO. And I definitely really tuned in whenever anybody was talking about employees, whether it was while we we're sitting at AFO on break or um sitting in the back uh patio, you know, having our chats individually or as a group. I really opened up my ears this year to uh taking in what, what people's experiences are, what they do, how they handle it, this and that. So uh, yeah, we're going to have to do that this year because we really need to start ramping up uh, the amount that we can do in a day and still put out quality jobs, obviously.
3: Yeah.
1: Um,
2: Right. But, uh,
1: so what do you guys, if you guys uh, classified sort of your, your bread and butter, what is the majority of your business that you do?
2: I would say, I would say the daily, Interior, exterior, like stage one, stage two details. Yeah, uh, the interiors here get pretty bad just because of the rocks and dust and mm. um, you know the interiors kind of get filthy, so to speak. And um, yeah, just because of the desert, you know, the surrounding, you know, area, the environment that we're in, you know, everything's getting dirty and dusty.
3: Yeah, we're starting to do a lot more coating too uh, right. because everyone's. I think we're just starting to educate the market more over the last few years of how important it is because the sun here i mean you you can't drive without seeing a car that's already peeling and uh, bubbling up so people are starting to learn how important that is so we've been doing that a lot more
0: so are you guys hosting any kind of educational events where you're bringing them into their shop and say look guys you know we are in extreme sun extreme heat we're in dust and these are one things that you can do to treat your car, but these are the things that will really protect your car. Are you doing anything like that? Not
3: specifically events. events, but uh, <clears throat> anytime a customer comes in, we definitely spend a good amount of time uh, trying to educate them. You know, before the detail on what we're going to do, and then after the detail when they're picking up their car and how to maintain it and what uh, what we did and how that's going to help uh, in the long run. So, right, we strive to do that with everyone that walks in here
2: yeah the consultation, the initial consultation um and of course, if they do get a coating, what you know you gotta maintain it right, like we always hear you know people some people think you put a coating on the car and it's bulletproof for the time that the manufacturer you state that a coating is supposed to last the durability of it mm-hmm. um you can't just set it and forget it, you know, like Ron peel or anything like that you gotta you gotta maintain it.
1: So, so what do you have what do you recommend that your customers do in your environment to maintain it between yeah. you know let's say let's say it's a quote one year right? What is the maintenance in between uh in between the the coatings?
3: Right. So depending on the coating we use, we have different things we tell them, um, but definitely wash it, you know, I don't know, we try at least once a month, um, but we just strive to tell them that. Uh, if they don't have the means to wash it, to try to bring it to us, because the water's really hard here. Uh, right. It's extremely hard. So you could wash your car in the in the shade, and it's kind of cool outside, and it'll still, still probably get water spots. So, oh wow, uh, that's, that's a big thing we talk about is is using uh, using good water and not doing it when it's hot. Uh, things like that, and like Rob was talking about, there's a lot of dust out here that just gets everywhere. So it's important to keep that off of the coating because it'll get loaded up eventually yeah and we we send them off with
2: like a hey if you're going to do it yourself get a good wash mitt use uh you know a neutral soap nothing with like uh like some of the some of the car wash soaps that you can get from o'reilly's or wherever they're going to get their product from usually a parts store if they don't get it from us we don't sell them something right um you know, don't don't get the ones that say it's going to eat everything off your paint, bugs and this and tar. You just need what, a coating, especially. Things just wash off so easily um, that you just use a regular, you know, pH neutral soap that you can get, uh, you know, a good quality one uh, that you can even get from car parts stores and that, you know, a, we, we tell them like, you know, a dual wash bucket method, you know, keep the grit off of the mitt, um, use a grit guard, stuff like that, you know. So we do talk to them about, products and, and methods that we use you know as detailers uh, as we, at our shop
0: you guys don't sell any products to your customers
2: <clears throat> we do we uh we definitely have um uh, you know some of the smaller bottles of uh like pns products and stuff like that you know we'll definitely sell them that you know uh soaps uh pearl and uh sometimes you know other other products for like uh rinseless and stuff like that or waterless washes we do have a couple customers actually doing their own waterless washes. They like to maintain their cars uh, themselves, and we'll see them, you know, usually two times a year, maybe three. Mm. Uh, but for our coating customers, you know, like they got to reapply it, you know, uh, the a topper or something like that. You know, we see them once a year, and we do, you know, decontamination and apply the, right. the coating on top of uh, what their existing coating is, and just keep it maintained. And we let them know that ahead of time before mm-hmm. they purchase everything, so they're not like, well, wait a minute, you didn't tell us this right you know, everything right up front and and understand you know that you got to maintain it mm-hmm.
0: you know. so you don't have a full line of Palmolive dishwashing liquid on your shelf. Nope. <laughs> no just kidding
1: no nope. you only use blue scratch bright pads if you're going to do that <laughs>
2: you
1: know, because they're soft you know, yeah that's exactly that's
0: exfoliating nothing like exfoliating that paint with the dust that you have in arizona so
2: (laughs) yeah the palm olive days oh
0: my goodness oh man so 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 you mentioned that you're going to be hiring a new employee um have you started that Mm. process and what are you looking are you for are you looking for a mid level detailer or somebody that you can fully train you know what what's kind of the process cuz i think it's interesting because a lot of the people that we talk to um they are at that point where they're transitioning to really wanting to grow beyond a one man or two man shop and i think that's one of the biggest challenges for detailers is how do i really grow from just being a dude that's detailing cars right um, you know,
2: from what I've heard, and Rob just chime in, uh, I some sometimes we hear you want people that are just interested and hungry, and that way you can train them. And they they uh you know, sometimes people get set in their ways. They're like, Well, I did it this way and I do it this way and I do it this way. Well, there's I, I believe that there there can always be some kind of valuable input that maybe you can work into your methods that you already have and uh, your procedures at the shop. But uh, you, you definitely, I, I want to feel that the person is open to listening and and doing it in the structure that we have and the methods and, and the way we teach them uh, or we'll train somebody to, you know, detail, whether that's interior, exterior, knowing the steps, why you're doing what you're doing, uh, you know, why you're claying, when we're going to clay, you know, why, you know, all that stuff. Um, yeah. So definitely want somebody that's open-minded. Um, and that's, I think hard to figure out at first but you got to give i think uh we're talking to a guy right now that seems very uh what's it called you know he reached out to us he called us we talked to him and then you know there's good uh communication back and forth we're not running after him to try and you know get him on the phone um so we're gonna see that person and have a talk and then uh, see where it goes so yeah
3: and also someone passionate would be you know it's always good to have passion because then there's more meaning to the work than just trying to get a dollar out of it you know yeah, yeah so well great. and
2: I think
1: that's probably the biggest challenge for most people is once you've established a clientele and an expectation of what your product is going to look like when it comes out it's <clears throat> how do you transition that to an employee and I don't think that's any different for detailers or for us as a software company yeah. it's like once Jody and I have a relationship with somebody how do we get A person that's going to come in and have the same they're never going to have the exact same passion as you because you own it but but how do I get them to have the same passion for the product and for the procedures and to just care about what goes out the door you know you don't want to be McDonald's and just churn and burn but you need to have uh you know there's a balance there of really quality work and then doing what the customer's expectations are. If they're paying for one step, then don't do three, obviously. But if they're paying for three, it's got to be nice. It's got to come out the way that you guys want it to be, you know, your quality assurance as opposed to just a wash.
0: Yeah.
2: Right. Right. I think a lot of that is training. Um, And then, of course, that person's got to have that that patience, tolerance for it. Because sometimes, you know, it gets hard. You know, we just polished out a big old, Dodge Ram 2500 that had water spots on top of water spots on top of water spots. Uh, the thing looked gray, it looked charcoal. It's a black truck. Yeah. And you know, it's a test of, you know, like the AFO is a huge, like I, tell, I, I joked about it with Rob. I'm like this year, I'm like my, 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 uh, you know, the box area that we work in is like super tight this year. Like after AFO, I'm like staying like borders are immaculate, you know? So it's just, Having somebody that has like even the mental capability to do the same thing over and over, from this side to this side to you know <clears throat> the next panel, um to produce that quality work, right? Like you said, yeah. if we're going to do a three-step. It's got to come out looking great. Consistency. Exactly. There you go.
0: Yep. Yeah. That that's interesting that you emphasize the 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 lessons learned from AFO because oh, sure. you know it's like. It's been, it's our second year of this past year. And it's like every year we go, we pick up something new, whether, I mean, and we're not <laughs> professional detailers. We just get in there and help you guys. But, you know, it's, it's amazing just, you know, from my experience, you know, being there last year to this year, what a difference. it When I came here this year you know, and I put the polisher in my hand and and it was very natural. And then you get somebody and say, Hey, you know what? Let's work side by side in tandem and let's try this thing, this approach versus that approach. And it's amazing how just that little nuance or a little change can make a a huge difference on the outcome of what you're working on. Right. And I I think that's a really big thing. Um, so looking forward to, to the end of the year 2020 um you know what are you guys' plans other than hiring somebody or you know are you going after new markets how are you planning on growing
3: yeah definitely planning after hiring somebody we expect to get more 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 business and hopefully you know after that we can expand a little more uh we've been wanting to to expand the shop maybe have like a separate wash bay we've been talking about that a lot right. now we just have uh it's a one bay but we could fit two cars so we usually just do one car in there yeah a lot of shuffling you
2: yeah. know a lot of uh legit not a lot just planned logistics on what's going on with this car when are we going to wash them that way we could have one done and sitting outside while we do the other pull them both in and do interiors so you know like rob said uh you know we're we're expecting continued growth because we have had that continued growth especially over the last two years um where now we're we're piling on cars and days and doing that shuffling is burning time. It's burning. It's burning time that if we had the place next door, which we're trying to get, um, you know, we could have that and our other guy prepping cars, washing cars, doing something, uh, while we're finishing up something and not have the two jobs or three jobs interfering with each other. Um, so that expected growth, we've been tossing around doing some other, um, you know add-ons like you know whether it be window tinting or ppf or you know this is going a little far you know uh painless dent removal because that's just a whole nother ordeal that's probably not going to happen anytime soon but i mean we're in arizona and window tinting is i mean come on yeah i just don't want to do the back windows i'm not going to lie you know some of these cars some of these cars you got to like just cleaning the back windows when you're when you're you know detailing the inside is murder, let alone trying to put film on it uh, yeah. so yeah
1: a little Rob you you'd have to bend over backwards to get up in there, and Jody and you and I and Rob we could just stand up in there
0: I'm like I'm not <laughs> in the problem, you got the mini you that's willing to do it, so put him to work and get him I, off the couch. What I'm hearing
1: is know, right a height, a height restriction on employees so. <laughs>
2: yeah you must be this tall because we need you to tint glass (laughs) we'll send you a little
1: we'll send you a little mafia memoirs guy he'll be about he'll be about four foot eight he'll be like you must be smaller than mafia memoir guy that's (laughs) right
2: (laughs) come stand over here next to this
1: that's right exactly but you know that is funny we say that because there's certain people we've talked to that that's actually one of the criteria Um, yeah Diana right. Balbonia, she does not work on large vehicles because it's too hard for her and the logistics of carrying around a ladder and trying to get up on top of those. Whereas, opposed if you look at Ian Porter, he's not doing a lot of smart cars. You know, no. he can't – it just physically doesn't work for him. So <clears> – <throat> I mean, he could pick it up and move he, it, but that's about so it. Yeah, I mean, he might it. just put the top <laughs> wheels and, like, hold a bit <laughs> or something and do the roof and then set it back up. But I mean, honestly, a lot of people think about stuff like that in their particular area. So for for Ian, he's got a lot of trucks, and the same with Shane Mayfield. There's a lot of off-road vehicles and everything. Same here. What do you, oh, yeah. what do you guys see in your market as like the kind of the go-to thing? Is it the is it the smaller cars or no? No, we
3: the got a lot of trucks. A Lot of trucks. A lot of trucks. This Out is twenty-five hundred, thirty-five hundred, yeah. one tons. Yeah. Exactly. Dually, lifted, lifted. Yeah. Big wheels.
2: I mean, you could spend 20, 30, not 30 minutes. I might be exaggerating that a little bit. You could spend quite a bit of time on just, like most places, like down in Phoenix, you could just spray down power wash the the tires. You're good because it's all road down there. Here, most people drive at least some little path to get to their house that's just dirt road, gravel road. So it's all junked up. Mm. Um, Yeah. You got big old 35s, 37s, 33s, and you're sitting there scrubbing tires and wheels for quite some time. And you haven't even started washing the car yet outside. You're just, you know, the rest of it. So, yeah, a lot of trucks. and, And when it gets to polishing, you know, I barely just make it on, you know, our little stand, our platform. And just reaching over and, and polishing the roof, you got to come up with some ideas.
3: That's how he feels. Imagine how the Parker brothers feel. They need they need a ladder for their ladder. They actually
1: they actually have a backpack, and one of them stands on the backpack shoulders of the other one, and they reach over. Right. You laugh about that. No. but I, I have a I have a twenty five hundred uh, Chevrolet, and in order for me to get the front of the roof. I will take my flex and hold it with one hand and reach out. Yeah. I'm like this. I'm like this is stupid. This is stupid. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're like if that thing cuts loose, it's on the hood. It's gets going. You know.
0: Yes, it is. So yeah. yeah, but the thing about the Parkers though, they don't they don't have to they do, do those. those big trucks. No, they they all the sleek ones that they can reach. They got right. smart. Not only did yeah, they get into the smart car business, but they got into the sleek car business. So. Yeah. Sometimes
2: they'll send us a picture of them doing a truck, which is rare. And I was like, You guys need me to help you do the roof? <laughs>
0: <laughs> See, that's perfect. You got you to gotta do that. They, they just have to pull out their own scaffolding to get up there. So, <laughs> But They're I'll great. tell you what, They're if they
1: great. did have scaffolding, it would be badass. It would yeah. be color coordinated. And it'd be, it'd be
0: up. perfect. It'd yeah. have lights on it. Yeah. I mean, they, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. I, I can't talk, so I'd be right up there with them. So, <laughs> I mean, it's like. <laughs>
3: They need, they need lifts, like we have an a f o
0: yeah exactly. exactly so so how do how do people find you, man? where tell people you know all the like, website all that all that stuff. Like fun stuff uh
3: so our website all dot com we've got all of our packages services about us on there, um and then we've got a lot of content on Facebook uh, that people like to see, all the pictures we post and videos of stuff we do uh every day. And that's all in the polish detailing. And then uh, Instagram, we use, but it's more like a general gallery for us. So all in the polish detail on Instagram. Yeah, we wow, find that's...
2: Facebook. Um, you know, as we learned in the past from our seminars and meetings and um, all our webinars and stuff like that, you know, find what like social media outlet really works for you. And we find uh, that Facebook really does it out here for yes. us. Like, totally.
3: But yeah, um, we get so, good engagement off of Facebook. Yeah. But
0: that that's an important lesson because I think a lot of people are you know taking the shotgun approach to their marketing and they're just blasting away and going oh I'll get this I'll get that and it sounds like you know you guys are narrowing in sniper style and saying you know what we've learned over time that Facebook is our best engine and we're gonna leverage that and I think that's a really important lesson for a lot of not only detailers, but business owners is, you know, really hone in on where your market is and then fine tune the message to resonate with them so that you can earn their trust and ultimately earn their business. Correct. That and word of mouth. Forgot word yeah. Of yeah. Mouth. Word,
1: word of mouth. mouth is huge for everybody, especially in this, in you know, especially in the business, you guys are in the detailing, you know, it's really, it's, it's uh, somebody's experience with you and, you know, me personally, if you, you know, anybody out there that's watching this that has not met these guys or have not done business with them, these guys are as nice as they sound. Yes, Uh, they are. And one of my experiences, you guys are just like straight up really super nice guys. And, uh, I mean, that's, I think that's huge in the industry is somebody that you can go into and trust and know. I mean, there's a lot of, I'll say guys. There's a lot of guys out there that won't take their cars to someone because they're they're scared or they got a lot of pride and they don't want to go in and be like, I don't know what the heck to do with it. But, I mean, you guys, I think, are very unintimidating and very approachable. So I think that's awesome. That's a good uh, asset that you guys both have.
0: Thank you. Thank you. No, nothing like that baby face to win their trust.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sometimes I'll be like, who's rolling up? I'll be like, Rob, you go out there.
0: Like you go <laughs> out there. and that, That's an important <laughs> thing, right? I mean, recognizing who mm. is the appropriate person to talk to people. I mean, Rod and I do that all the time. Oh, yeah, You know, there are people that you, you know, that as you talk to them and you connect, you recognize that rod's personality or his background is more relatable to that person and vice versa sometimes mine is and that's that's the power of having a team being able to recognize you know who's the stronger play in this scenario so absolutely i tend to talk a lot
2: rob will get straight to the point (laughs) so so if the person just getting a blank face i'm like i let rob take over (laughs) (laughs)
1: well it's funny we've actually have customers that have requested one or the other of us um like they've come in and met us both and started working with me and they're like they've gone to Jody and go Jody I think I'd rather work with you and then vice versa there's been people that have said I think I'd rather work with you just because of like Jody said the personalities or backgrounds Uh, straight up if somebody comes in and they speak Spanish that, it's him. <laughs> you know, I can I can ask to go to the bathroom or order a beer. That's it. Other than that, it's this guy. So that that one's an easy Fair one. For us. But the other one is, um you know, it's just I think it all just depends on who they're comfortable with, and you just have to have, you know, and it's not even thick skin. You just have to have the brains to understand
0: that it's not personal. It's just <laughs> how it is. Just to connect. So, that's great so
3: yeah whatever it takes to build a relationship
0: that's what we're all about so yeah that's awesome well we really really appreciate you guys taking the time to join us um Thanks for having us on. yeah it's you been bad. great to work side by side with you guys at air force one and uh right. you know just right. to learn from you guys and you know, i know rod and you worked very close little rob and uh, you know, my interaction with Big Rob has just been over the top phenomenal. And just by my relationship with you guys, I would hands down recommend you guys any day of the week. So if, you in, if you're in you're in the Cam Verde area, you need to reach out and get your detail in that big old beast, get it done by big beats <laughs> little beast. So <laughs> you guys have a oh, order smaller cars. We That's right. Smaller cars, cars, too. too. Small <laughs> That's cars. it. You're like, just give me a car. Let us work on it. We're good. <laughs> <That's right.
2: laughs>
0: awesome. Well, thank you guys. We appreciate you guys joining us. And those that are tuning in, uh, give them a shout. Give them a thumbs up on Facebook. Give them a like. And uh, we will catch you guys next week on Mafia Memoirs. See ya. Right. Have a good day. Oh, we're not done yet. Enjoy these bloopers from today's show. In fact, what I ought to do is I ought to just record all this stuff so we can have a good blooper. We we'll have a good outfit. Oh, we
2: definitely need a blooper on like like when the phone's just flipped over on itself. So. That's
0: right.
1: We'll be like, and here we are. Robin Rob and Rob. And then there's the snap on light, you know, sponsored by. So, <laughs> did you see that? <laughs> <laughs> now, now you
3: see our awesome setup.
0: That's right. Yeah,
3: we're not... How about that? How's that better? Is that better?
0: Well, it's fine except for both of you look like midgets. Yes, no, That's maybe not so. Possible.
3: Wait a minute,
2: what happened? Everything froze. Did we pause something?
0: I don't know. Like something. That are you guys on wireless or are you yes. on snow?
3: Oh no,
2: they're not on at all. All right, how about now? How about now? Yeah,
1: now no, you're back. Yeah, you're back. Hey. All right.
2: here, scoot in here. Don't don't be shy. Get up Congrats, close. Don't, don't be shy. Bruh, don't be shy we cutting knees
0: so, so do you have <laughs> what do you have that do you have that thing like above your head what your your iphone or an android yeah,
2: it's, yeah. A, it's it's above us why is it, does it look weird
0: because it looks like probably your view of looking at me <laughs>
2: <laughs> shit um well we can adjust that that's you, for sure
3: this is great and yeah, I mean, you yeah, well, you look like we'll just we'll just need more tape. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, we needed to
1: have that on the recording. It is on the recording. You, exactly. And <laughs> I, what is little Rob's solution to most problems? We just need more tape.
2: Yeah. Tape it up. All right. Now what if we do something like that?
1: <laughs> we'll ask you about <laughs> you can hear the tape ripping. <laughs> we'll ask you about dating advice later too.
2: What do you
3: do on me no, about that? Oh, good. Last big round. Uh, who, who's the worst team in
2: baseball right now? That's that's what I'm batting right now. <laughs> Not good. All right, this should be better. All right, yeah, but pull this side that's around.
3: So I don't halfway
1: Right in the middle of the interview, starts like leaning to the left. Hold row. it, hold it, hold it, hold it. <laughs> <One.
2: Clear> it. <laughs> Now go across the top.
3: <laughs> right across the screen. Put it right over the freaking camera. So did I have tape residue on my phone? That's alright. You look like
0: Kermit the Frog today.
3: I feel like
2: a surgeon taking someone's head so they can't move it.
0: Uh,
2: Perfect. Look at. This. I did it again.
3: I don't know. Okay. Perfect. Okay. All right. Is right. that better?
0: Well, we'll find out when you sit down. There you, there go. you go. That's great. <laughs> That's
3: awesome. I took two of tape.
0: That's awesome. You know what? It's amazing what you can solve with tape. So, yeah. you know, it's, it's, it's a white trash white trash cure-all duct tape.
2: Dang right it is. <laughs> Green masking. Tape
0: is good yeah, stuff. have you ever visited that website? Uh, I think it's called um, White Trash Fix. And it's all these duct tape fixes. It's pretty common. Oh, that's funny.
3: Yeah, so. We actually use our good
2: old 3M tape.
0: There you go. There you go, man. There it goes. Awesome. Well, we're we're super excited to have you.